welcome to Aussie Tech Heads episode 482, the 7th of April 2016, and welcome once again to another week of some tech news. My name's Glenn, and we'll be joined by two other little rascals in a minute, and we're going to get through the next hour or so and uh, give you what's been happening in tech news, sort of loosely based around the Aussie tech scene, if we can find interesting enough stories, but uh, we'll see how we go. All right, we are brought to you by athwebhosting.com.au, and if you need some Aussie-based service for your web hosting needs, go and check those guys out, athwebhosting.com.au. You can also listen to the podcast, as you probably already know, if you already worked it out anyway, because you're hearing us now. But also on TuneIn Radio, you can just search for Aussie Tech Radio or Aussie Tech Heads. The Aussie Tech Radio is a a 24-7 wall-to-wall Aussie Tech and New Zealand Tech shows. And it just plays 24-7, seven days a week. And you just jump on in and wherever it's up to in the, in the, the... the thing, the, the system, <laughs> you'll just join in from there. So go and have a look at that. And also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Aussie Tech Heads. All right. So now after last week, how would you like last week's episode? That was uh, pretty intense, wasn't it? Talking about blockchains and, and all this sort of stuff. But um, yeah, apologies that the, the video and audio wasn't the best last week. It was uh, pretty crap. I think uh, old Steve there, Spidey, if you remember, he was up oh, up the back of Whoop Whoop somewhere. And yeah, I think he, he was on a Linux machine, which I read through the week that Linux hasn't updated Skype for two years. So I think that was half the, half the issues there. But anyway, let's see who we've got here tonight. Uh, and we've got, let's start off, well, I can only do, I think, well, I'm trying to work the shot out here. I can only do a two shot this week, but let's go both of you, Stuart and Eric. How's he's going? Hello, you Stuart. go first, Stuart. All right, how you doing, Stuart? <laughs> how was your holiday? Yeah, good. Yeah, no, it was good. Sorry that I missed you last week, but but I did catch up and, and have a listen. Oh, good stuff. I was uh, I was I was having a few days at North North Stradbroke Island, and um, doing some Munsey hunting too, actually. Oh, excellent! So they're Munsey over there, is there? There's about twelve over there, so we found almost all of them. Right, yeah, it was good. What's a Munsey? It's it's a it's a scavenger hunt sort of thing with QR codes. Wow. And so okay. use well, use your phone to find here. where they are. <laughs> Something right up your right. alley, Eric. It's a bit of fun. Not, not my alley. <laughs> I'd, I'd I'd be I'd be martini hunting, not Munsey hunting. <laughs> so, well, that sounds good. Um, yeah, get so the kids that, outside though. That's the thing. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's right. Uh, so they can go and get me a martini. <laughs> steak and shaken, not stirred, eh? Um, what have you been yes. up to, Eric? We haven't seen you for a couple of weeks. Oh, I've just been a little bit busy, my friend. That's oh, good to hear. Good to hear. Uh, well, no holidays. I haven't been anywhere. No, I'm not uh, Munsey hunting in North Stradbroke Island by in my speedos. That's for sure. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, yeah, good, 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 good. All right. So that all sounds good. Welcome back. Short pause. Now let's get into it. Oh, look. First of all, I just want to uh, thank everyone that has a that takes the time to comment on the iTunes. We've got a couple. We've got one here from the LT Shooter. Can you remove the flag from the icon? I don't know. Makes me feel like a <laughs> a blank on the train when other people look at my phone. Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, look, I do want to change that because obviously that is a bit pretty old. I'm always about two years behind, uh, you know. You know, it's funny. you know what's funny, Glenn? I'll, can I interject here? Hmm. If you um, wear an American flag in America, you're patriotic. You were an Australian flag in Australia, and you're a racist. Hmm. How does that work? Yeah, I don't get it. No, I don't understand that. Look, I don't you, get it either. If you go to America, you go you go in the south of America, you know, in um, the Carolinas, 
know, the Mississippi, all those places. You've got these big, magnificent Georgian houses on bigger states. You've got a big flagpole in the middle, American flag waving, and patriotic. Mm. If I put a flag out the front here, I'd be charged with racism. Oh, I don't know and I wasn't that. even born here. I wasn't even born here, and I, I got no problem with the Australian flag. What's the problem? No, look, I don't know what the problem is, but um, I'll yeah. tell you what the problem is. It's the left wing nutbags who want to ban smoking in your own home. That's the yeah, latest. Do you know that? I saw that. You better get you better, you better hook in while you still can. <laughs> All right, now another one. Yeah. So anyway, to answer that question, uh, look, that the uh, podcast logo thing will change sooner or later. I'm just really slack. I just, you know, there's other things to do. But because uh, as you can see, like, I'm, as I said, two years behind, you know, I'll change it to something else and then, yeah, it'll be there for another five years. All right, now one, another one, Adelaide boy. Good on you, Adelaide boy. Good to see a few fellow Aussies giving up a bit of their spare time to keep us informed. Well, you are very welcome. Very welcome indeed. All right, so if you've got to get now a Now, read ch- the bad one. Read the bad one. You want to read the bad one? We do get bad yeah, ones. Yeah, you got to read the bad one. We've got to be objective <laughs> about this. Now, this is he wrote it on April Fool's Day, so we don't know if he's serious or not. Yeah, it's okay. So uh, the, this is from a, a Yimbler. Yimbler. Jibber. 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 So the podcast is equivalent of your tech illiterate dad sitting around talking shit with your drunk uncle. <laughs> so there you go. There you who's go. the, who's the you, drunk you, uncle? Thank, thank, you your, thank, you your, thank you for your feedback. Uh, we'll take a uh, duly noted. <laughs> <laughs> it's been taken on board and kicked out the back. All right, now look, let's uh, kick off with a with a story because we might as well. Now you might, you've everyone's heard of the PayPal, obviously, and there's been PayPal here, which is you know it's a mobile uh, a mobile solution where you can go out of your little device. I think it costs you about ninety nine dollars. You go out and you uh, can take credit cards on the go. It hooks up a Bluetooth into your phone and sends the data over to. PayPal, process the card, puts it in the bank. Now, it looks like there's this Square. There's another company called Square. They've been going around in the US for a little while. And now it looks like they've finally come to Australia. Uh, it's it's being, The little Square, it's a little piece of hardware that plugs into your phone through the, the earphone jack. Now, this is the, the way that the PayPal here, the old PayPal here used to do it. Uh, so probably a little bit, you know, uh, old tech, I suppose, if you, you know, you've got a PayPal here, which is nice and dandy. Um, however, the PayPal here, as I said, was about $99 or $130. The, the Square, which will allow you to do the same, take credit cards through your phone, is only $19. So if you're thinking about looking into taking credit cards with your phone, get out there it's, uh, and have a look at... My, uh, my question, mm. um, can you, can you um, type punch in the numbers manually? You would be able to. Yes, you should be yeah. able to. Should yeah, you, you were able. Yeah, because a lot of people, t- some people take mail orders and telephone orders, that sort of stuff. Yeah, you, you could, uh, but yeah, and sometimes the cards don't work, so you, you should be. You'd have to be able to do that. So it's, it's available throughout uh, Australia in Officeworks, Apple, and Bunnings of all places. Bunnings, <laughs> wow. Now Square can be used with the free point of sale Square app. Hooray! And which is also compatible with QuickBooks and Zero Accounting. So Zero Accounting, as you heard last week, the other Steve that was on last week, he's just uh, he's just started working for them. So they're sort of really making inroads into the market, just as just as well, because my old bank QuickBooks is pretty awful. Uh, now, oh, QuickBooks hideous. Yeah. So well, you <laughs> haven't you haven't switched on my old for a while then. Um, the new my is terrible. Is that the cloud my or the still the desktop? 
Uh, both of them, they're slow and gluggy. Yeah, oh, it's, it's horrendous, isn't it? I think it's because are they still tied to... Uh, is, aren't they built in Microsoft Access or something? They, oh, I don't know. That's rubbish. It's built in something. <laughs> it's built at the tip. <laughs> now, Square accepts uh, debit and credit card payments. 1.9% uh, charge per transaction. So, uh, look, I'm not sure if there's more charges to come. If you try and take your money out, like good old PayPal charge you. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um is that... So does it go to your account or does it go to their account? Or oh, you would have an account with... Well, I don't know. Good question. I'm not really sure. I don't know. I because with look... PayPal, they charge you on the way in, they charge you on the way out, don't they? That's right. That's right. Yes. Um, yeah, pretty dodge. Yes, I don't know with, that one. With that, yeah, sorry, with that audio connection, how does that actually work? Is it actually... Does it have some audio sort of signal that it gives to... Is that how it works or... Oh, you're getting a bit technical. You, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was just thinking how it works. You know, is it uh, is it, is it is it is it like the old the old phone systems that had the tones yeah, and like so an, on? Is it kind of like that technology? Is it possibly well, yeah, well, possibly? Well, it might be because it's uh, but it's interesting because it's it plugs in the headphone jack. So yeah, so it just still must send an analog signal back into the phone somehow. That's very a very good question. I don't really know. But the headphone jack still has the mic input built into it too, doesn't it? So it's yes, got both in right. and out. Yes, because the, um, the earphone plug's got the three rings on it. That's right. Yeah, so there must be it must yeah, they must there must be some technology in there where they can yeah, just send the data both ways. But yeah, so that's uh is that something is that are you use that sort of stuff, Stuart? Are you into that sort of stuff? No use any use? No, it's not. Um, it's not something that I'd be. I'd be into really. But uh, but it sounds. It sounds great for, for someone who wants to take mobile payments. Mm. What about you, Eric? Is that sounds is that good. a good option for you for? Oh payments? look, I would use it. I would use it. Um, <coughs> you know that cheaply. Look, put it this way. I've got a merchant facility, and they charge me something like twenty two dollars a month, right, for the machine. Yeah. It's one of those portable ones, you know, with the GPS thingy. Yeah. Um, they charge me one and a one point four percent for Mastercard and Visa, and I think two percent from Amex. Right. So this one point nine across the board, uh, a little bit higher on the Visa and Mastercard, but lower on the Amex. And I know why they they're doing it because they're averaging their cost out because Amex, <coughs> is a, excuse me, is a little bit higher merchant fee. So they're just saying, oh look, bugger it, we'll average it out, make it one point nine. Hmm. So that's okay. I don't mind that. Um, you're paying a little bit extra overall because I do take the majority of my uh, credit card payments on um, non-Amex cards. But at the same time, I wouldn't have to pay $22 a month for the rental. Yeah. So that sort of more than makes up for it. Mm. Um, so, look, it might be worthwhile. Mm. It might be worthwhile looking at. I'm just look. I'm on the website now. I'm just trying to work out whether or not it goes into one of their PayPal type accounts and then they slug you again on the way out. Probably. Because if they do that, then it's not for me. Because my, my uh, credit card merchant, it, every day at 5 o'clock every afternoon, it just goes straight to my account. Yeah, right, right. Oh, that's all right. And all, I, all I pay is the merchant. Hmm. Yeah, cool. All right. Now, uh, Stuart, you've got a bit of a, <coughs> bit of a, 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 a history story, history repeating itself. Yeah, it's it's uh, like it's uh, it's it was announced, but earlier this year. But I only came across it just recently. But Kodak launching a new Super 8 camera. 
Now, if you if you uh, are not familiar with the Super 8 camera, it came out in the 60s, and it was a very popular home video type sort of well, not video. It was it was it was film. It was it was a it was a film camera, and it was it was and it was very popular, and uh, and it was and it was around for for years and years. Uh, but they stopped making it uh, recently because everything went video and then and then uh, digital. Mm. And now Kodak is sort of is is having a bit of a renaissance with this with this technology. And they've got the, a new Super 8 camera. It still uses film, which is unbelievable. So you're, you're buying a film cartridge that only lasts a few minutes worth of footage. But the way that they're structuring it is that when you buy the film cartridge, it also the, the cost built into it also has all the processing and digitizing and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, right. So you mail the cartridge back into Kodak, and they go and process it, but they also... Um, digitize it at 4K, put it in the cloud so you can then download all the files as video files. Wow. Because, like, those little cameras, like, I'll put a shot up there of them for people on the video. But, yeah, they, they look look like the old Super 8s. They look pretty trendy, don't they? Like, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> retro, I think. It's, retro it is. is it's, it's very... If you... I saw some other headlines about it, and it was... And they were saying things like, the coolest camera that, that you'll never buy... <laughs> Because it is, it's a it's a cool looking camera, but it's 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 still not that practical. The mm. the old Super Eights never never captured audio, so they only that's had, right. had, oh, that's had, right. had that's had right. That's right. There was there no audio. So what they do what they're doing on you this walk one? Walk around with a you have to walk around <laughs> with a boom. I know with like with with, with a with a separate recording yes, you know, yes. piece of equipment. <laughs> then you got to dub them together. Yeah, that's right. Well, what 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 they're doing with this one? It does have a microphone. If you see on the top of that. Um, oh, that yes. picture, there's that little that little square yellow square. Thing. Yeah, right. Is the mic? It's recording onto an SD card while you're filming. So then, but it's still up to you then to later on to to marry up the audio and the video. Yeah, not bothered. No one's got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now, so uh, I, I'm guessing that are we all old enough here to remember the Super Eights? In the oh well, I would have been a couple of years old when they first came out. You, what about you, Stuart? You got some footage of yourself, but a little boy on Super 8. Yeah, somewhere? no, my dad had that and the projector and all that sort of equipment. And, oh, yeah, the projector! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, projector night. <laughs> come around and go. Come around for projector night. Yes, but, the, but it was good because the films only went for about eight minutes, didn't they? Each one. So you had to, um, yeah, just had to film, 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 and. Sort oh, at least you wouldn't. At least you wouldn't be bored. Well, no, well, that's right, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, look, slide I... nights when everyone's come around and go, oh, I went up so wherever for a holiday, come and look at the slide. You're thinking, you really? You're going to show me 100 slides of this, the same caravan from different angles? Really? <laughs> I've, um, I've, I've got a projector because, well, a few years ago, I used to, uh, I got the, I bought the projectors because I used to put the, the Super 8 onto the onto DVD and all that sort of stuff. And uh, I only all I did was just you know got into a dark room, projected onto a white surface, and then just videoed it. And uh, and yeah, that was yeah, that, well, that's a, that's that's old technology. But uh, what's come back as well is remember the old Polaroids. Yeah, you know, they're back. They're back. My kids have I, had those for a few years. I know. I had to buy one for my ten-year-old's birthday. A Polaroid. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. But and the photos have shrunk. Did you notice that, Eric? The photos. Yeah, they're, they're smaller. Yes, they used really? to. Yeah, <laughs> they're only about well four centimeters wide by about six centimeters long. Two, 
Yeah, oh, no, they're mm. crazy. Not like the old ones at all. But uh, yeah, but Super Eight, eh? They're back. They they do look pretty. They look pretty tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not it's not out yet. It's not out yet. It's coming out later. But they they're thinking around about seven fifty US, which means it's going to be over a thousand dollars here. Ooh. That's uh. uh yeah, it's that's heavy. That's <laughs> heavy stuff. No, I don't know if I'll be no, on that. No, sorry. No, not for me. Seven fifty. Well, well, I bought those. Jeez. I bought those Sony cameras, and they got a projector in the in the actual camera. You know, so whatever you record, you can project, and that only costs three hundred and thirty bucks. I reckon if you go on eBay, you'll probably get an original Super 8 for 100 bucks. <laughs> if you can still find them. But all right. So, um, oh, yeah. All right. So, uh, let's get on to something that you've seen this week, Eric. What have you got? Uh, what have I seen? <coughs> Excuse me. Let's not much. Let, let's talk FBI. Let, yeah, okay. You started off. All right. Well, I was going to. Uh, well, I haven't, been for, I haven't been here for a couple of weeks, so. In the two weeks that I haven't been here, I have. Uh, it's been announced that FBI don't need Apple. Um, no. Oh, boo! Um, and um, but Apple says, "Oh, well, you've got to let us know how you cracked it open because you know we're all mates and buddies, and you're going to all cozy up to one another." And, and the FBI has pretty much flipped the bird at them. So that's where we're at, correct? Yeah, pretty much. Apparently, there is some little unknown maybe unknown law that yeah apparently yeah if a, if law enforcement find a, a a bug or a way to circumvent security from a, a, a phone or from a you know private company's device they they do have to tell them how they did it and i think that's what Apple's well, look, and that's and that's probably true and in the past that's probably what they've done however if Apple didn't make such a big hoo-ha about this in the first place, hmm. and it was all done on the quiet like it has been for the last 20 years, um, you know, in the in the spirit of mutual cooperation in a discreet manner, all of this would be happening. But because Apple made a big hoo-ha about the initial request, FBI are just giving it back to them now. Yeah. Now, what do they, what, you know, what do they want? Yeah, I think it's hilarious. And I'm telling you, <laughs> Cookie Monster's got to go. He's, he's running this place into the ground. I swear to God. <laughs> he's not happy. He, well, he can't be happy, can he? Because now the iPhones are crackable, and he doesn't know how. They're, they're, you know. Uh, but <clears> they, well, my daughter um, worked out a crack on the iPhone, and it, there's a thing on it on one of the websites here. I didn't post it tonight. That if you know you've got the password, thingo, yeah. you can get into someone's phone by using Siri. Yes. But that's, that's been out you for a You ask while. him to do something, and there was, yeah. she asked her to do something, and do a couple of things, and you're in. And another one she showed me, this is my 14-year-old showed me this. Yeah, they she know. Said, uh, she, um, she said she went to the weather or something, and then she clicked this and clicked that, and bang, she was in. Right. Wow. Yeah, so look, I think, you know, that's, that's, that's a problem. That's a problem. And on top of this, you know, because they, they sort of pride themselves in being, you know, security this, conscious. This was never a problem. Five years ago, you mm. couldn't get into an iPhone if your life depended on it. You couldn't get into it. No, and, and probably how if, many times did it say? How many times did it say you've had too many attempts? Try in another hour. Yeah, isn't it after ten attempts, ten failed attempts, it wipes? Something like that. I think they. Oh, no, it depends how you set it up. Yeah, I think it's you can you set it up like that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, the, the, that leads into say my story. So that's that's where we're up to. Now the FBI agreed to unlock another phone. In a, in another homicide in another homicide case, now police in Arkansas wish 
Is it Arkansas? Arkansas, or is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. No, Arkansas. Arkansas. It's pronounced Arkansas. Yeah, wish to unlock an iPhone and iPod belonging to teen- teenagers accused of killing a couple. Now, a judge agreed to postpone the Arkansas case on March 28 to allow prosecutors to ask the FBI for help. <laughs> so. No one's ringing Apple for help. No, and anyone's got a problem with their iPhone, they're going to the FBI. Can you unlock they're this? Gonna up a, they're going to set up a little um, little genius bar at the <laughs> FBI. <laughs> That'd be funny, wouldn't it? Oh, dear. All these, guys, all these guys at the genius bar with blue shirts and sidearms. <laughs> yes. But I they're going to high-five you when you walk out as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was, in the, I was in the Apple store today at Ravina. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty swift, isn't throw... it? Hey? It's pretty... Did you throw up? <laughs> no. Did you... Did you have a look at the new iPad Pro? Uh... You the... No. Is it a you know one? what? They brought in a smaller one, don't you? Because I've realised that the one they brought out was too damn big. Yes. Too damn heavy. And too damn deep. They've gone, oops, oops, Cookie Monster's got it wrong again. <laughs> yes. And uh... I've seen some good reports on that on, on that new one, and, and they're saying it's basically the perfect size. Mm. You know, back to the, the old size. The it's perfect size. now. The perfect size, but you know what they're charging for a keyboard? $200. It's crazy. For a keyboard. Could, can't you just get, a, they, can't you just get a, a $20 Bluetooth keyboard for it? No, you, wouldn't, you, you pay a little bit more. You get, uh, what brand is it? There's a good brand that's they've got, they've got a good one out. It's actually better than the Apple one. Belkin's can't remember the name of it. Good stuff for Apple products, haven't they? But yeah, but anyway, What's I was that? in Belkin. They got good, good. Third. Yeah, I was in the Apple store, and you know it is pretty efficient in there, isn't it? Like I walk in, as soon as I walk, as soon as I step, oh like, no doubt they, they they know how to run a store. Yeah, no doubt. three steps in, lady says, "Oh, how can I help you? How can I direct you?" And I says, "I was after a power charger thing," and she goes, "Oh, just get down there on the left. I'll get someone to help you." I walk down there, and someone comes up and says, "Power charger," and I went, "That's correct," <laughs> and just you know, so obviously <laughs> yeah, they've got their they've mm. got their pieces in. Yes, yeah. They're walking around with earpieces, and they, as soon as you walk in that direction, she radios ahead and says, there's a guy coming, mm. he's got this colour shirt on, and he's looking for a power charger. Now, I don't know if uh, if we've uh, crossed this subject before, but you know when you pay, what do you've you got Apple products, do it? Yeah. yeah. So you know when you go into the Apple store, you, you pay for something. Uh, so today, yeah. I, you know, I could have, I'm unknown, so I go in, but as soon as I pay, put given my card, they say, would you like me to email your yeah. uh, your thing? Now, so obviously they're keeping my card details. They're matching them up <coughs> well, with, the, with the email. No, they match it up with their database because if you've ever bought anything online from them with that card, right, it's got your email address already on it. Yeah, that's right. So, But they're, they're retaining my card number to be able to... to know. No, they, match the, they think they'll match the first four and the last four in the expiry date. Oh, okay, right. Otherwise, it's too easy to it's too easy to um, the rest of it would be encrypted. Yeah, yeah, because those little things that they got, they're all Wi-Fi, aren't they? So yeah, and they and they always check with you. Uh, is it this, this? Is the address Glenn at blah blah blah? And you go, yeah, that's the one. Because mm. yeah. they always double check to make sure it's you know the right person's been charged and the receipts going to the right person. Yeah. So they always do check. Oh, yeah. Most of that would be encrypted. But look, they are so efficient in there. There's so I was in and oh, out. Extremely efficient. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I've, I've, I don't know. I've sat on the toilet longer than I was in that store. It's just crazy. 
Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you could, you should maybe go see a doctor, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Now, all right, what else have I got here? Uh, let's have a look. Uh, oh, here we go. Now, you know, Australia appears to be one of the biggest countries in the world for pirated software. And uh, not just... Pirated uh, software? Yes. Is that what you said? Pirated software? Yep. They've been around to Will's place. I don't... Oh, come on. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> he burned stuff down there. Now, um, as in a fire. Now, the... The... Uh, was it, where was I? Yeah, so it's only used in businesses. So the... Business, so people, if you dob in a pirate, you uh, that a business that's using you know pirated software, you may be able to earn yourself up to twenty grand as a reward oh, from from the. Software, I don't know anyone that pirates software. The software alliance, no. But okay, no, well, got to, let's dig a little bit deeper. If Australia is the highest for pirated software, business software, you got to ask the question why. I'll tell you, oh. we all know why. We know the answer. Oh, we're but, paying triple <laughs> for everything. Yeah, look, I think that I, I don't know. I think that argument might sort of run a bit thin. Do you think? Like no, we are paying, a, we do pay yes. a lot for Microsoft. Well, not any, not so much anymore. No, but, but... you know, you go back to when you, you know, when you upgrade to you, full, your full version yeah. of Vista was going to cost you eight, nine hundred bucks. Yeah, and it was three hundred dollars or two seventy five in the states. It's ridiculous. But if you're running a business and you're making money utilizing that product, you should morally. Oh, absolutely. Like, I agree with you. But at the same time, you've got to ask yourself, why am I paying three times what everyone else is paying? Hmm. Sorry, Stuart, were you going to say something? Yeah, no, I guess it's just another cost of business, you know, just, you know, software just like anything else. But uh, it, but it's also, it's just, it's not it's not worth the risk either. I mean, no, I wouldn't like no. to be worried about pirated software. No, no way. Oh, it's not worth it at all. But the, the, the fines are enormous, especially for business. Yeah, and look, I'll tell mm. you, like I tell you, like you know, obviously as you go through your your life, obviously I I used to pirate X, well not pirate, but you know you crack it and put it on your computer, and you didn't never had the original versions and stuff. And well, back then you didn't have to register anything either. No, but I tell you, the day I stopped using, the day I went and bought Windows XP, was the day I stopped getting blue screens, and I don't get That's right. don't get the blue screen anymore. I don't That's think I've had a blue great. screen since Windows XP. Yeah, so that's like and that was that would have been my fault because I was mucking around with it. Mm. So like, if you if you're getting blue screens and you've got some dodgy software on your machine, I'd seriously think about just going out and making it legal because that obviously just takes away a lot of issues. Um, but anyway, see, the thing is, too, it's it's a bit of a for people who pirate software and they get the blue screen issue, like you suggest there. Um, the 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 downtime on productivity to get your computer back up. Is going to be a lot more than paying for the software. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because, like, you know, I don't know how long it takes you, but it would take me. I think if I was to format my machine, and I'm, I'm looking at it. Oh, it's, it's a day. It's, it's a, a day. day. Yeah. And what, what about yeah. you, Stuart? You'd agree it'd be a long time. Oh, easily. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a long time. It, that's bring it back to how it was. Yes. It's a day. Yes, it's it's a big big job. But anyway, and it's a pain in the neck. Yeah, the... It's exhausting and it's boring and it's, it's infuriating. Yeah, and then for the next week you just go you go to do something, you go, Oh, I haven't installed that. <laughs> so, so anyway, the reward applies for leads on illegal copying or use of software that belongs to BSA members. Now, which includes Adobe, Apple, uh, IBM, Microsoft, Oracle, and Symantec. 
Now, the research, IDC research revealed that the higher the unlicensed PC software rate in a country, the more malware uh, was generally registered. So, yep, you know, yep. that's what, yeah, people that makes don't, sense. if you download a crack off wherever, the torrents or wherever, like, people There's don't. No, you can't update it, but number people, one, and so it's, it's very vulnerable. Yeah, and, and people aren't cracking it just for fun. They're cracking it because they're putting some no. nasty stuff in there. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, so you can dob them in. There's a link in the show notes. Go, go your hardest. Uh, last year, yeah, Western, hard. yeah, last year, Western Australia was the state with the highest number of software piracy settlements uh, by businesses. So BSA said the majority of offenders were in the manufacturing industry. Well, there you go. No good for them. All right. Um, Stuart, what else have you found? Yeah, well, I thought that we can't go another week without talking about drones again. Oh, no way. So, <laughs> so apparently the uh, the U.S. Army are hoping to to provide little little sort of tiny personal drones that are that are cheap and and uh, easy to supply to their to their soldiers. So not the drones that, that are that are high up in the sky doing surveillance and things like that, but mm. these are the ones that are with the soldiers that can look around corners or look over a hill or something like that. And they can see that they can, that, that they could use these and every squad would have their own little, little drone. So yeah, that's awesome, isn't it? It's not, it's not surprising really, is it? It's, uh, it's, makes a lot of sense the way that the technology is going. Yeah, so like they're that small, like for those on the on the audio, that they'd fit into the palm of your hand by the look of that thing. And, they're pretty uh, nifty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's got to be nice and light as well because, of course, they're they're already carrying a ton of oh, equipment. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, to start with, poor, so they wouldn't want anything these else. These poor blokes are in the hottest climates. You know, they're in the desert, fifty degrees sometimes, full gear, can't walk around in shorts. So they're full, full protective, you know, in those heavy metal helmets, and they've got backpacks which probably got twenty or thirty kilos on it. Their guns, which is probably weighs five kilos, bullets. You know, they're probably carrying nearly an extra thirty percent of their body weight. Well, this thing, uh, did you say how much it weighed, Stuart? It was a uh, oh, it'd be a kilo, a third of a pound. Uh, yeah, uh, a third of a pound. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah two hundred fifty grams or something. Yeah, so uh, launch launch within one minute and fly for at least fifteen minutes. Uh, I wonder how what the range is on it. Well, fifteen minutes. So I suppose the range, you know, distance before it, you know, before you, you lose control of it. Uh, I'd probably guess a few, a few, be a couple, a few, few kilometers. Well, aren't I don't know they? That's too far for that sort of thing. But aren't the drones programmed? Or well, probably the good one, but they're programmed that they don't go out of range. Like if they're going to go out so of the, range, the, they, good, the good ones would be, yeah. They just I come would back assume or so. Yeah. Or they come back or something if they get out of range. And... Yes, they, they hone yeah, in on well, the GPS or something where they left from or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah when well, they the, hit their um, boundary, they just turn back or don't go past it. Hmm. That's right. That's but right. Interesting. Yeah. And, 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 um, I want the, one. <laughs> the British and Norwegian soldiers have been using them already, but I think the key with the with this article is, is is that they want really small and light and cheap ones so that so that every squad can have one of these. Yeah. Yeah. Well they're very tiny. So they can get into the they can get into the caves in Afghanistan. Yeah. <laughs> Find out what's the going box, on. But the yeah. Box holes. <laughs> <laughs> they're very small. That's cool. I I know the drones, they've been in the news, haven't they? There's little drone races all over the place. I told you Oh, this... you and your drone races. Oh, I told Here you this was going Come off. On. 
you're going. You're just going to go off here. Oh no! I just told you it was going off. They're so cool. They're getting cheaper. Yes. Apple sells. Apple Store sells quite a few decent drones. Oh really? I didn't. I would have had a look at it if I'd have known that. Yeah. What sort of drones? They sell a few. Are you serious? Well, normal flying drones. Apple.com.au. Yeah. And just go to the search bar. Yeah. And type in drones. Yeah. Right. Well, there you go. Didn't know that. How much are they? I'll tell you in a minute. Is that like the Parrot brand and things like that? Probably? Yeah, well, they've got a few brands now. They've got uh, – oh, these are pretty nifty. Um, they've got one, a DJI – look this up, DJI Phantom for camera drone. It's $2,500. Oh, jeez. It's a beautiful machine. Well, four cameras, jeez. Uh, the, the cheapest drone is the Parrot drone, which is 150 Hang on, what are you, I'm, yeah. going to, I'm going to see if I can find this. So what did you call Apple.com? DJI Phantom 3 or Phantom 4 are the, the best ones. Let's see if we can bring a picture up. Oh, there they are. Look at those things. How good do they look? Yeah, so the one on the left is 2,400. Yeah, it's the one. The one on the right that's is the 900. One, that's the one you want. Oh, look at that beast. <laughs> look at that beast. Let's go into it. Let's have a look. I can't, can't believe three. What is it? Three grand. Add to bag. Wow. That's pretty cool. All right. Um, let's get back to it. <laughs> What's uh, Where are, we up, where are <laughs> we up to? That's what I want for Christmas, I think. Uh, Eric, what else have you found? You found another bug or uh, Apple's admitted yeah, to Apple, <clears throat> During the week, an update came through for uh, Apple. Sneaky one. Um, Sneaky. 9.3.1, and it was, uh, last week it says Apple launched 9.3.1 primarily to address serious problems introduced in 9.3, and in this and this fix in turn was discovered to cause, so the fix itself was faulty, mm. to cause a major security hole. Excellent work. <laughs> Yet unlike the silence that greeted many problems in iOS 8, Apple and has again fronted up immediately and admitted to the floor, which is which is uh, not like them. But again, this wasn't happening when Jobsy was around and before all those people got sacked. A lot of people got fired them within six months of Steve Jobs passing away, and they were all hardcore 15, 20-year Apple veterans, like Scott Forstall and a few of those people. Yeah. What do they, they call and, um, um, when you when you lose your the old people out of a firm? Like they call that the corporate memory, don't they? That, is that the terminology they yeah that's they use? yeah that's yeah pretty much. Hmm. But it'd yeah, have to be a little bit of politics there, because the the news at the time was saying that the people that left um, weren't a right fit for Apple anymore. So that tells me that uh, a different culture was being enforced, hmm. and we know what that's about, don't we? So <clears> so jobs... you know, and then all then all these problems started happening. With but, the leaks and the bad products, and Apple haven't really innovated since the iPad, like we discussed a few weeks ago. But Jobs had his own problems as well, though. He had. The, oh no, he was a complete he was a complete pirate. But no, but I mean his, his uh, product problems. Like he had his, you know. Well, of the, course the, he did. Yeah, but but it was never security problem. Yeah. Okay. It was never security. It might have been the antenna. Yeah, that's what. Or I was it could have been. The software was too slow, or he didn't want to initially build an app store because he thought the web apps would be enough, and you know, all these things. But it was never security. 
Mm. And since he's been gone, there's been many, many security holes. I think we, we spoke about it, but I, I think that Steve Jobs would have cooperated with the FBI. I think he just would have said, yeah, what, yeah, do, what yeah, do you want? I'll said, open it for you. Yeah, he said, he would have, I reckon he would have said, I'll help you, but can we keep this out of the media? Yeah, I reckon that's how he would have and not, operated. Not, and not started beating his chest and tell, you know, trying to prove how what, what a big man he was. Hmm. Yeah, but I updated mine. I, I guess we've all updated our iPhones to 9.3.1. Well, I did. Yeah, yeah, it's been fine. Yeah, yeah, mine's been good. No, no complaints. Well, my 14-year-old can crack it, I'll let you know. Yeah, okay. My Siri keeps <laughs> coming on. In the most inappropriate no. times. Security floor. Security. Is it plugged in? No, it's just it's, uh, it can be anywhere. And I, so there might be a little whistle on the TV or something will happen, and uh, she goes, "Hello, can I help you?" <laughs> but I thought I thought Siri only worked when it was plugged in. No, no it's or is it the iPhone six on the six S? It it works all the I'm, time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you just say, "Hey, oh. hey, Siri." And it, uh, Wakes up. Yeah, because I think I can just, right, just, just do <laughs> As mine just on, did. On the 6, it, uh, it won't work unless it's plugged in. Hey, Siri. Well, actually, I haven't tried it. Let me try it. Yeah, mine just come up. Yep. Hey, Siri. No, see, mine won't. Because it's the iPhone 6. Yeah, okay. It only works if it's... Yeah, right. Well, it's, really, it's really good when you're, when you're driving the car and things like that and you want to, you know, change oh, yeah, the music yeah, yeah. Or, or, you know, or... Something I always like say, fantastic. Know, I play latest Aussie Tech Heads podcast. It'll just drag it out and play it. It won't do that to me. Oh, but then I know what my problem. <laughs> I know what my problem is. I'm still because when I jump in the car, it attacks. It attaches itself to the Bluetooth. And right for the life of me, I've had this car on the stereo now for three years or so. For the life of me, I can't get the phone to work through the Bluetooth. Just can't do it. What I don't Bluetooth? know what. What Bluetooth system did you put in the car? Bluetooth 2, I think, is it? Did it come with the car or did you have to put it in? No, I bought it specifically. And so I can okay. I can play stereo music through it. I can play stuff through it. Uh, but I, yeah. I can, when I, I do a call, I can hear the call through it, but that no one can hear me. It's like so the microphone mm. doesn't work on the thing. So when I'm on the in the car driving around, I can't go, hey, Siri... Because the stupid thing's on Bluetooth and it can't hear me. Oh. Um, yeah, it's, a, oh, it's gone off again. Oh, it says Bluetooth <laughs> is already on. Thanks, Siri. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks for that. Now, uh, laptops in schools. Now, everyone thought this was a good idea, uh, but apparently one school in Sydney doesn't think so. It's the Sydney Grammar School <coughs> has banned students from bringing laptops into the school. So the principal has said, we find that having laptops or iPads in the classroom inhibit conversation. It's distracting. I suppose he's right. I Look, I, I was a bit iffy about laptops at school, and I've had a girl who had a laptop from year seven, and she's now in year 12, and I think it's, it is too distracting. Because I suppose... You know, a lot of the time, though, they, they, they are told, and this is what my kids tell me, they are told that, um, you know, laptops shut. And they're only had to, and they only had to open them when the teacher says, "Now open your laptops and put this in, or write this down, or type this mm. in, or whatever." Right? Yeah. But you know, I hear stories about, for example, there's one girl in my um, middle daughter's class who constantly says, "Oh, can you send me your homework?" Right? And she, my daughter, goes, "No way! I'm not sending my homework. I'm not busting my ass no. to get good grades to send 
some of my homework. Yeah. And the reason she does is because she's got her earphones in and she's watching Netflix in class. Oh, oh, happy <laughs> days! What? How can she? What? What? Aren't they? Can't they firewall that? Why would they be allowed? Well, that's what I. Well, they. They. It, look, it takes time. I think because the the IT department's always monitoring traffic. Yeah. And when they see, because the you can't get onto Facebook at school, or any social media sites, mm. banned completely out. No YouTube, nothing. Um, and the only and for the for example, the teacher might be able to, might want to show them um, something on YouTube as part of their studies. It might be a documentary or something, right? Yeah. So the teacher's laptop would be accepted, you know, the little MAC address in right. the router going, right, this yeah. can go on. Yeah. And then she plugged it into a projector and they'd watch it Yes. that way. Yeah, right. But, um, yeah, over time they are they, they, they keep blocking and blocking and blocking. But, so the, the teacher might go, okay, now open your laptops and do this. So when when, she, when the teacher tells her to do that, she flicks on Netflix, and at the end of class, she'll ask my my daughter, "Oh, can you send me the work?" And my daughter will go, "No, stop watching TV, <laughs> you stupid woman." But yeah, her dad's happy. He's paying all that money just for that. You're paying all that money. You don't want to know what we pay for that school. But that kid is going to be working in Kmart, Beddingham. <laughs> <No. laughs> yeah. But uh, I'll tell you how much you pay at Sydney Grammar. Uh, it's all got here. It's uh, thirty-two thousand six hundred forty-four annual tuition Ooh. fee. Yeah, yep, that's Re- right. Is and, that year twelve or year seven? Uh, it doesn't say. It just says the Sydney, the prestigious Sydney school charges thirty-two thousand six forty-four annual tuition fee and regularly leads in national literacy and numeracy tests. Numeracy tests. We'd well, hope hope so. Well, you'd hope so. Yeah. Uh, so, so the students have access to the computers in the labs. Uh, and can use laptops for homework, but are required to handwrite assignments until year 10. Yep. I think that's a good idea. Otherwise, yep. they're not going to learn how to write. How- well, that's it. Well, see, for example, my year 12 girl just had her exams, and it's all written, and they're all walking out of there with sore hands because they don't write. They don't write. Yeah. How about, <laughs> you know? how is it like no, when, when you I, sit down and write something lengthy now? Yeah, you, you go, oh, jeez. <laughs> you know? And, and yeah. do, you, do you running I right? I don't running right anymore. <laughs> oh, I do. I still running right. <laughs> do you? What do you, running right. yeah. what, do you, what do you do, Stuart? Do you running right? Yeah, I do both. I do both, but it, it does feel a bit, a bit weird because because I spend most of the time typing. But um, but they but they talk about muscle memory as well for studying purposes yeah. and how it's it's more useful to write your notes down when you're studying because because you because you retain that information better. That's right. Because oh. reading it off a screen, it, you might re- I don't I think you're only retaining fifty percent when you read yeah. off a screen. Yeah. In my experience. But when you're writing it, you're reading. That's number one. You're writing and you're reading again. You're actually in that half an hour period. It's it's gone into your brain three times, mm. and that helps to retain the information. Because I know, uh, and like Stuart, you'd you'd probably be in the same boat. That my little ten year old, she's got to take an iPad to school now, and um, I don't know. Like, what what's so good about all this stuff? <laughs> but uh, no, we are. We- we aren't at that stage yet, so. <laughs> oh really? Oh right, no. Uh, no, uh, they've got. The, yeah, look, like, I, got, I think it's a bit. They've got iPads at to be school. Getting to a 10, a ten, that's a bit young. Mm. I mean, they've yeah. got like they've got iPads in the and and, and various laptops. In I think in the yeah. in the classroom, but it's not like every child has to bring one in or anything like that. It's nothing like that. Yeah. yeah. No, well, I think it's pretty much every uh, everyone has to have an iPad in our school. Uh, in what is it, year five? Because, and then if you don't have one, there's loaners. There's loaners for you to use. So it's pretty compulsory. You have to buy, I don't know, maybe $30 worth of apps. 
at the start of the year. Yeah, right. Uh, Look, that's all. That's okay, providing it's not. They're not on it the majority of the time. So yeah. I understand the mix of technology with make sure that you still, you know, you still, you know, your numeracy and your math and your and your reading and your writing and all that. As long as it's all done in conjunction, that's fine. It's when they it takes over. Um, you know, you, you try and hire someone out of Year Twelve now, any school, and ask them to write down on a bit of paper. Tell me your goals for the next five years, and they can't think. And then when they do can think, they can't write it down. <laughs> well, I don't know. What, what do you think on the whole topic, uh, Stuart, about laptops in schools? Do you think the Sydney grammar is just a bit going a bit far or you don't see a problem, you don't care either way? Yeah, I think it's pretty pretty distracting, I would, I would say. I, I mean, uh, there was nothing like that back in my day, I guess. But, but when I first went to uni, I think, that, I think in, in a whole lecture theater there was probably two people that had laptops in the whole place yeah back then you know because it was like four thousand dollars for a laptop or something like that and mm. and uh and so and so no one had one but but i think now everyone has them in the in the lecture theaters and yeah. it's just 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 the, the space they take up and the noise of the the typing and all that sort of stuff it just it does sound distracting i think you might Eric, i agree yeah you I might agree. have been onto something there about the writing it down business or who, write it who, down. Whoever it, said it, that, it, Eric or Stewart said that. Yep. It is. Look, it is time consuming. We used to write everything down at uni, but then we were allowed to type our essays and hand it in. Mm. All uh, right. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, Stuart, what else have you found this week, please? Yeah, just another another story about virtual reality, or in this case, it's actually the uh, augmented reality of Hololens, uh, Microsoft's Hololens. They've partnered with NASA to do a uh, an, an AR, which is stands for um, augmented reality, version of Mars. Wow! So That'd at the moment, cool. yeah. it's called uh, Destination Mars, and it's supposed to be completely realistic. So they're so they're using real scans and footage and data that they've taken from Mars, so that it it is exactly the way it is if if you were there. At the moment, it's just it's just a, a demo that they've that they've just opened to a, you know to a few to the to the press and so on. But they're going to open their doors to all visitors at NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Florida this summer. Yeah, that's right. brilliant. though. That's that cool. is absolutely brilliant. Um, and it's just how different is Microsoft now to five or ten years ago? Hmm. That how the the innovation that's coming out of that place is unbelievable. That Hololens is awesome. That's that's awesome. That yeah, yeah. Well, what. Well, what I liked about this this article as well was that was that they were saying the reason why the Hololens was particularly good for this application was it wasn't like the Oculus Rift, which which is um, virtual reality where it's completely immersive, you can't see anything else but what's inside the helmet. Mm. But the Hololens, you can still see around you. All this does is just overlay yeah, cool. over the top of, of what you, of what you can currently see. And, and they were saying what the power of that is is that you can still use your Use your normal tools, or or, 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 or like if you're if you're typing away on a laptop, you can still type down. Use use your laptop or whatever, or make some notes with a pen, and then you can look up and still see the Mars landscape or whatever. Mm. And it's you aren't you know it's and you can you can share the experience with other people as well because you can still see other people around you, and That's you're right. all kind of seeing the same the same Mars land, landscape. Yeah, because well, you can buy a Hololens. I've just got it on up here now. If you're That's in the United States or Canada, 
three thousand dollars. Oh yeah, that's, a, that's and hey, when you consider that Google Glass was fifteen hundred, mm. oh yeah, it's, <laughs> it's true. not too bad, yeah. right? Now it's only, but you've you got to be a, a registered developer in the United States or Canada, right? But it'll come, it'll eventually get here. By the time it gets to here, it might be fifteen hundred bucks. Now I don't know. This is just something I, I uh, just remembered it because you were speaking about this. So uh, if anyone wants to take advantage of this, apparently there's only fifty tickets available. They don't mention any cost. I think it's free. But it's a, uh, a virtual reality and storyteller mashup. Uh, it's a screen, screen Queensland uh, is thrilled to be working with QUT Creative Industries to bring you a special panel event on Friday, 15th of April, 4 to 6 p.m., taking you further inside the, the world of virtual reality. So it just goes on, blah, blah, blah. Um, where blah, blah, blah. It's at, uh, it's at the Cube at the QUT Garden Point campus. Uh, on that date I just said. so It looks very uh, space-age. It's not a bad-looking yeah. device. So if anyone's in Brizzy and they think that that's something that they want to go and have a look at, just uh, Google up the south, the, the screen Queensland and uh, follow your nose. And if you can't find it, send me an email and I'll forward this one to you. But it was just an email that was sent to me. And, um, yeah, that looks pretty good. If I was in Brisbane, I'd probably, probably have a bit of a burl. All right, what else have we got going on here? Let me scroll all the way back up here. Uh, oh, yeah, Bitdefender. Now, they've got a free tool that protects against the some of this ransomware that's out there. Like, I tell you, this is pretty serious, this ransomware, eh? Because, like, I was sitting down just the other day thinking, well, I'm, I'm okay. Well, you know, you hope that, you know, you're not going to open any Australia Post emails, ATO emails. You know, oh, no. yeah, I know. I know about those. You know, if I see a PDF, oh, I can have a look at it and make sure there's no .exe after it, you know, all this sort of stuff. But then I sit down and uh, just the other night, it just occurred to me while I was watching my wife use her laptop. And I'm thinking, now she'll click on something and that'll stuff the yes. whole thing. <laughs> You know that'll stuff my yeah, the whole the whole the whole network's gone. Exactly. That's right. And I thought, well, maybe I've got to you know do something about this. And there's not much you can do, but I, I do keep backups, which is the best thing that you can do. But uh, but yeah. anyway, Bitdefender. It's uh, you would have heard of it. It's an antivirus product slash company, whatever. Uh, they've released a free tool that can be used to, pr- to protect systems infected by several growing ransomware strains. Now, the combination crypto ransomware vaccine protects infections from the ransomware family Lockie and two older ransomware strains, the CTB Locker and Tesla Crypt, that recently resurfaced. There's so many sort of crawling around these days. Uh, Many ransomware creators also build checks into their programs to ensure that infected computers where files have been already encrypted are not encrypted again. So they build this into it so that files aren't doubly encrypted. So I suppose when you, if you do pay and you get the key, well, just everything just sort of unencrypts easier, I guess. Anyway, so look, if you're interested in having a look at this Bitdefender thing, I'll put a link in the show notes for it, or you can just obviously Google it, and it's the Bitdefender anti-ransomware. So I don't know. Look, I don't. I don't know. I didn't have a chance to read too far into it whether you can have the Bitdefender running at the same time as your other antivirus or if you need if you wanted to have the both running do you need the Bitdefender antivirus I didn't don't know that much about it but uh, it's there if you want to have a look at it it's in the show notes which you can find at aussietechheads.com.au forward slash podcast and I don't know follow your nose there's links there somewhere um, alright what else have we got going on 
Stuart, did you have any more? No, no, I'm done. I'm done. Right, Although, yeah. um, just, just, oh, just, just, just go on, Stuart. Sorry, uh, mate. You know, just with that, that ransomware, remember mm. um, a, couple, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about that Sophos uh, 9 UTM home firewall home edition of that, yes. of, that, of that firewall router thing. Well, I have set that up. Yes. Since that last podcast, and it's all and it's all running well, and it has it has pick, picked up not not so picked up uh, ransomware or, or or things like that, but when I've been trying to install something from some website or something like that, it has it has thrown up a few warnings and so on that I didn't used to get. So right. I think it is doing a lot more behind the scenes in in, in terms of things like that. So. Mm. Yeah. yeah, oh, that's good. That's good that you had the had a chance to set that up because I, I like if you had to listen, if you want to listen to the Aussie tech security, like Roger, I think last episode, he we spoke about you know just how crooks get into just social media, you know, and how they just drag information out. But but while we're talking about that, actually, I did have a story here that is pretty interesting about a certain thing. Let me find it. This is, yeah, hackers charging big bucks for stolen Aussie credentials. Now, credentials for Australian accounts held with the ANZ Bank with balances of around 23 grand or more are on sale uh, for... What? You- <laughs> they're on sale uh, on the dark <laughs> web or wherever you want to go, but they're there and you can get them for 2250 uh, and upwards. The cost of MasterCard and Visa cards with magnetic strip data has gone up. As all things do with inflation, so the, <laughs> so the magnetic data uh, stripe, the magnetic magnetic strip data cost would now cost you uh, twenty five dollars. So there you go, compared to nineteen dollars, twenty dollars last year. Premium cards will, information would cost you thirty five dollars each. So this is where they're making the money. This is why they want your information because if you if they get your information, remember those dumps that uh, people from Sony, you know, all the Sony people, all the credit card information that just just pounded everywhere. Well, if they're getting 35 bucks each, that's what they're doing. Yeah. Now, oh, look, they even sell global, uh, they even sell hourly rates for denial of service attacks. Oh, it's a one-stop shop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, you can have a, you can you can order up a denial of service attack on your, on your best-known guy that's just ripped you off on his website now five dollars to ten dollars <laughs> per hour <laughs> that's even gone up from last year uh longer attacks have halved in price they, they obviously must have found some uh you know uh some shortcuts some savings some, there yeah, yeah. Some, some efficiencies yeah so the, <laughs> the, the longer attacks maybe they put solar panels on the longer attacks have halved in price However, with day-long network flooding going for thirty to fifty-five dollars, and weekly runs for two hundred to five hundred and fifty-five dollars, there you go. If you want to follow that, we're story, in the wrong business. <laughs> it looks like it. If you want to see more of that story, once again, it's in the show notes. But isn't that just incredible? That you know, and this is, I suppose, why you got to be so careful uh, with your stuff. And this is why you think, well, who cares if they get my credit card? They can't do nothing with it. Who cares if they get? My bank balance or whatever, they can't do nothing with it, whatever. But obviously, people want it for some reason, trying to crack you. Uh, Now, let me have a look at... Here we go. Oh, Telstra. Now, last Sunday was the Telstra Free Data Day number two for this year. I think it was the second in two (laughs) months, wasn't it? Now, did uh, anyone here take advantage of that? Should you rip into them? No. 
No, not really, no. I forgot about it. Eric, did you rip in? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I knew about it, but, but what am I going to do? That's yeah, exactly. I've got what? a terabyte. I've got a terabyte at home. I'm going to download what I want. What am I going to do? Yeah, same here. Look, if I, if I had a, yeah, what, what am I going to do? If I had to just, spend... if I was running out of space at home, you know, like, oh, I'm going to go over my limit. I want to get shaped soon. Yeah, I probably would have done something. But I only just finished uploading all my photos to Google Photo. I would have done that if I had known. But uh, but anyway, so anyway, uh, yeah, the free data day. Telstra customers used <laughs> two thousand six hundred and eighty-six terabytes of data on the Sunday. Now that was more than a lot than, than the last one, which uh, when people downloaded eighteen hundred and forty-one terabytes of data. It was up by about forty six percent, so uh, I think people, what most people, or a lot of people, oh, I don't know what's go- what's what's going on with Telstra. Don't know, maybe the same thing know. is up. They've they've probably you know said goodbye, tadas, to uh, a lot of people. Oh, they're doing their up. Oh, they're probably doing their updates and things mm. go wrong. But you know, I didn't. I don't think this one, this outage was as bad as the last one. No, it was only I wasn't voice. affected by the outage. No, it was. I think it was voice calls for a couple of hours. I think I'd noticed my. Uh, Wi-Fi or my 4G went down for a little while, uh, but nothing too, nothing too intrusive. That was all right. Yeah, yeah that was fine. And uh, look, Eric, I think you got one. Uh, do you want to do one little more story of yours there? Or? Well, there's one more. The yeah. um, quickly yeah. for those interested in in the Tesla motor vehicle, <clears throat> the Model Three was released during the week, and um, it's a beautiful car. It's probably going to sell for us because we get. The Aussie tax here, thirty-five thousand US. They're going for in America when they get released at the end of next year. Um, so let's convert that at current exchange rates. It's about forty-six thousand dollars here. Let's call it fifty-five. By the time you walk away with an engine, some paint, and some wheels, hmm. uh, around fifty-five grand. Beautiful car. Yeah, that's uh, he's great. taken. What's that, mate? Yeah, no, it looks great. Car looks yeah, great. It's, it's a lovely hmm. car. And it does. Um, nice. He's taken. Uh, it was released on March 31, and he has taken deposits for 276,000 vehicles wow. already. Wow. Now, at $1,000 each, right? So deposits alone, he has collected $276 million in deposits alone, US. Yeah. Now, at $35,000, before, this is for you, add things to it for a base model. Uh, he has taken in, in Australian dollars... By the time he ships all these cars, $12.8 billion. Oh. <laughs> so he's making them for 35 I don't know. I, I know that you, this is just a really well, No, he's guess- selling them for 35 Yeah, selling them. Yeah, what's your guesstimate for a month? On his cost? Yeah. Probably 30 So you reckon it's that high? Is that including R&D or is that just parts? Oh, well, his R&D guesstimate? on these electric cars is already it's out and it's sunk. It's already been done. Right, because he's, this is the, this is the fourth Tesla that he's released. Yeah, rightio. Okay, and how does it say how far it can go? Five hundred k's. No, yeah, that's not too bad. That's yeah, not too bad. Good. Yeah. And yeah. there's a few, and he's got on his. If you go to the website, um, Tesla website, Tesla Motors Australia, you'll see where the charging stations are currently, and if there's another map, you say click 2016, and it tells you where they'll be. And so he's he's pumping them out, let's pumping out the charging Tesla station. Tesla Motors Australia. Let's have a look where they're at. Let's see if there's any on the coast. Uh, super power. Have you port. put your name down, Eric? Uh, I will be. 
Got to <laughs> check. Got to check. Got to check with the wife first. <laughs> <laughs> now let, I'm just trying to find whereabouts would they find the charging stations? Just go to. Um, I'll tell you where to go. You know, I'll tell you there's a little tab up there because I've been on this website this week. Hang on one second. Updates. Go to supercharger. Yeah. There we go. And Station. then charge. And go down to the bottom. There's a. Go phone. down to the bottom. There you go. There's a, and go to the. Um, oh yeah. Put in a postcode. Put in your postcode. So just put in your current your closest postcode. Oh, Bulgaria. No, I better put in um, Gold Coast then. Must be a four two two six in Bulgaria. Possibly, yeah. There we go. <laughs> oh, there's none around here. No. Is, is des- destination charging the same as superchargers? No, superchargers can charge your car in 20 minutes. Ah, right. Destination charge, it might be an hour. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, that's not bad. So if you can get, there's none around here on the coast I can't see. Yes, there is. Not there's the heaps like. of them. I can't see none. Oh, hang on. There's destination charges. Yeah, in in uh, in Brisbane, there's 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 five destination charges, but no superchargers. No, and in the Gold Coast, there's one destination charge at Ocean Shores. Oh, that's that's, oh, that's New South, South Wales. Wales. Here we go. Southport. Well, why doesn't it come up on my map? Destination, see, uh, not super. I can see the uh, Southport one. RACV yep. Royal Pines Resort. Yeah, I can't see that. But anyway, if you say <laughs> so. I'm looking at it now. I can't see nothing. Oh, yeah, they're right. Gonna, that's not South they're coming, no. they, they, will, they will pop power them off. Um, yeah. Look, that's not bad, as, eh? Yeah, as the, remember, it's pretty um, good. Remember, I think it was Joseph called in years a couple of years ago now. He was into the electric cars. Yeah. Yeah, and he... With the um, Volt. Was it, was it the Volt? Or what was the it? The Leaf. Had? The Leaf. Oh, that's right, the Leaf. Yeah, and he was saying, what, he could only get 70K out of it. Oh, something. the Leaf's terrible. The best battery technology so far is Tesla. Mm. Yeah, but like 500, like if you can go, say it's about a thousand k's from where I am to where Eric is. To if, Sydney. Yeah. You stop halfway. Well, as you charge, would anyway, for lunch. Or... Yeah, as you would anyway. And then you'd charge just before you arrived. So make you got a full tank on arrival. Yeah. Just say. Yeah. You know? yeah that's but it's cool. not bad. Look, for every day running around, it's perfect. Now, how if you weren't going to do any road trips, you don't, you know, you know how many kilometers would you do in a day? You know, you could do 100 kilometres a day. You charge it on a Thursday, yeah. plug it into your mains. It's fully charged overnight. Now, why can't they put a solar panel on the roof? Or build, make, what? make the roof a solar panel to charge? Of the well, car that's a good itself. point. They yeah. might, the car might be too heavy. I don't know. Maybe that's what they might be working on that. Now, I don't know if you know, and I know this is the questions, you know, without notice, but how much is it to charge? Do you know how much it is to... to Charger? These services, they don't charge you. Oh, right. Who pays? No. Tesla. They pay. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. So I suppose they've got to, what, proliferate the market first, and then they might say, yeah. oh, okay, now we're going to And start. then we'll say, oh, look, you know, from as of next week, we're going to charge you a dollar. Yeah. You know, and then two dollars, and then before you know it, it's, um, you might as well go get a petrol car. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, max speed, any idea? Does it say in your... What's that? Maximum speeds. Any speeds? Oh, they go. Oh, they they they're fast. They're yeah. they're very very fast. They um they'll do the base model model three will do naught to hundred in about six seconds. Yeah, yeah. And the, if you option it up, you can get the 
they've got a little knob in the car apparently that says uh, you switch it across to ridiculous speed. And it goes, I think it does 0 to 100 in about two seconds, three seconds, something like that. Weren't people it's pretty wor- quick. Weren't people worried about, because there's no motor as such in it, they're very quiet? Yeah, it's quiet. It's very quiet. Yeah, you don't have like a... All, all you hear is the tyres. Yeah, okay, right, right. That's all you hear. Have you... Have um, you... I've seen, there's about a dozen around where I am. I was going to say, it sounds like you've bloody off the, looked at them. Of the Model S. The Model S. is a There's a dozen around here of the Model S. Right. And... Um, you, you you can't hear it. I actually saw one drive past the house this morning, and yeah. I thought, hang on, have a quick listen. <laughs> I was at the front. I was at the front, and I thought, hang on, and it just went. Oh, how good's that? Nice. It's like a. It was fairly. It was like a science fiction movie. It just went. Yeah, right. No engine noise, nothing. But it would be. Oh, I don't know. Imagine crossing a road or something. Do you think it would? Is it? I don't know. You look and everything. That's what they say. It's a bit dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, it is dangerous. It. I agree, definitely. But it would be less dangerous if the people crossing the road would get their heads out of their phones. Yeah, well, yeah, but like, but like, no, because they're getting into accident, they're getting into accidents now with petrol vehicles. Well, true, that's because right. they've got headphones in, they've got their face in their phone, and they're crossing the road. They're not even looking. Hmm. How many times have you seen that? Yeah, I know it happens more in Sydney, I think. Oh, oh idiots down here! I listen, <laughs> I listen to Lawsy in the morning sometimes, and he hates them. He comes across them all the time. And he toots his horn, and they give him the finger, and <laughs> he hates it. Yeah. Respect. Yes. But I think some electric cars, I think um, some of the, uh, I think the McLaren have got a hybrid in the UK, which yeah. is a petrol engine, which charges the electric engine, right? So the petrol's just there to, just there to charge the electric hmm. engine. And when, you, when you're running on full electric, you can add an engine noise. Right. It comes out through external speakers oh, in the yes. in the in the front <laughs> yes. of the car, yeah, right? right? So you can you can pick your sound. You can pick. Oh, I want to sound like a Ferrari today, or Very I want nice. to sound like a Porsche, <laughs> or, or I want to sound like a uh, V-dub, uh, a, you know, like a V-dub, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? Yeah, the duck, 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 duck. Talk, talk. I like a talk, talk. It's a bit like gas. It's 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 a bit like gas though. Like you know how when they first brought out gas, that was odorless, and then yeah. people couldn't tell when the, when the gas was left on. So that so they had to put mm, the add a smell. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. That's right. Yeah, add uh, a smell to. Now, yeah, okay. So look, if I had the money, yeah, I'd probably be. I'd have a look at one of those. Stewarties, look, by the time, over time, I think they the price will come down on all of these. They always do. Um, yeah. But fifty five grand for a car like this is still pretty good. Yeah. The Model S says you wouldn't touch it. They're 150000 in Australia, and they are shockingly expensive. And what's I the difference? What do you get? They're just smaller. They're just smaller. Yeah, <clears throat> when, he, when he came out with the first one, I watched his presentation where it goes for about 20 minutes. It's on the website. He brought out the Telstra, Tels, Tesla Roadster, which is just a, like a two-seater convertible, like a Mazda MX-5 sort of thing. He only built 500 of those right? because that was his first one. And they were ridiculously expensive. And then this, the Model S, he built a few more. Still expensive, you know, because they're still developing the technology. Hmm. And then he's come out with the Model the Model uh, X. Have a look at this Model X on the website, mate. You will love this car. But still, oh, again, very expensive. That looks good. That does look With the good. wings? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that looks good. You wouldn't yeah. want to open it up in a, in, a, in a car park, though. 
But apparently it, it, it bypasses all that. It's got the technology. It actually lifts up right next to you. Yeah. So it doesn't scratch the car next year. Yeah. Um, a little nice. bit impractical. I wouldn't buy one. So he said in his presentation that this is the first mass market electric car, and that's why it's priced at thirty five thousand. Yeah, right. Because he wants the mass market. It's not just for a select few who can afford it. So that he model, wants everyone to own that Model X. I'm just looking on the web page now. It's got what's that one, two. Five seven seater. The model, which one? The model X. The X. There's yeah, like it's seven se- seven yeah. seats in it. There's three yeah. rows of seats. How cool is that? All right, yeah. all right. Well, enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> that is something like that up your alley, Stuart. You'd have one if you won the lotto. Yeah, no. I'll, um, I'll see how it goes. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It's the way of the future, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, oh, Electric that'd be cars, pretty so. cool. That'd be pretty cool. And I suppose oh, they're like, beautiful. They're beautiful cars, and they're so fast. Yeah. Well, like if you you could, you could get a set of lights with a Porsche, and you will leave it standing still on these cars. Yeah, right. So um, it's got no gears. It's just it's just one speed. No gears. No, no transmission. Mm, nothing. Mm, mm. Um, I was going to say something about them, but I, I forget now. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It's uh, what was I going to say? Um. Oh, that's right. Yeah, if you if you say if you look at it, I suppose you spend what maybe sixty bucks a week in fuel on average. Say so you do sixty dollars, yeah, yeah. so you extrapolate yeah. that out per year. So was that? Well, 10, I reckon we spend fifty 3, bucks uh, a month on this on electricity. That's what I reckon. Yeah, it'd go from fifty a week to fifty a month. That's what I reckon. But if you got your charging stations for free, or you just make yeah, sure but you... if but if you're at home, you bucks. Depends where the charging stations are, I suppose. Yeah, if there's one down the street, just go and yeah. listen to a podcast. Go yeah, and have a coffee and see you later. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's right. All right. All right, well, we'll end on that note, I think. That's uh, that's good. How good's that Tesla? That's great. You can have a look at that at teslamotors.com. Uh, yeah, so have a look at the Model X. That looks pretty good. All right, that's uh, that's it for another show. So thanks for coming in, Stuart. What, nice to have you back for another week. Yeah, thanks, Glenn. Thanks, Eric. No worries. No worries. Thank you. And thanks, Eric. And uh, hopefully we'll see you guys next week. Okay? Don't forget to sign I'm around next week. Yes. Yes, if you're not too busy. Yes, it'd be, it'd be nice for you to come in. Uh, you can get us on yeah. the YouTube.com <laughs> forward slash Aussie Tech Ed and Facebook. Don't forget the other shows, the Aussie Tech Security, the uh, the Old Fart Geeks and the Obsidian Loft, which haven't had an episode for a couple of weeks. Uh, but we're, I'll get on to them, those two Wills and Jason guys, and see what they're doing. And the Aussie Max Zone. Good stuff. All right. So until next time, it's uh, have a good fun. Ta-da.